Hey, welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Afion Jones, of course, also known as Mighty O on Twitter. Um, look us up I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well at Jones Underground Pod. I have a few things going on, if you give the technical difficulty with the music. Um, <clears throat> first, we want to discuss a few things. COVID has hit very close to me. You know, everyone knows that um, I have a loved one. Her name is, um, <laughs> we call her Shelly, Miss Sheldon. Um, she has wound up with COVID-19 and got diagnosed with it and she's on she's on um, quarantine in the hospital and you know she's doing better but you know once again as I said on previous episodes you know this is nothing to play with this is not a game for for no one you know because at the end of the day we just want to make sure that we're doing a safe thing me traveling with her on her right hand for the last, I don't know how long, <laughs> you know, to Chicago and back and everything else. We always kept a mask on. We always stayed socially distanced. So we did hit the gym up, and once again, we wiped down everything that we used and before and after. And, you know, all those things just trying to be safe, you know. And the <clears throat> I think what happened, you know, she was a little sick, went to the hospital, and then it got worse, you know, because I think they gave her a test and it was negative, and then the next day she gets a test and it's positive, so, you know, just in saying that, you know, we really do need to take stock of what's going on around us, and, you know, I can't sit here and say, oh, now that it's affecting someone so near and dear to my heart that it's an issue, no, I've been saying it's an issue the whole time, you know, and, it's not going anywhere. Cases are surging. Hospitals are filling up. And COVID-19 is still a problem. You know, we're still having the same issues we're having with it. And, you know, we want to do everything that we can to <clears throat> let people know, get people educated on what's going on with this disease and how it's affecting people. Because at the end of the day, it's it really sucks to have someone you love going through it and then having to spend two weeks, you know, and you know, it was it was rough because, you know, normally on the weekend me and her would be on top of each other the whole time and it didn't turn out this way because, you know, I guess we had to put the car in the shop, so it was like, Hey, well I'm gonna just hang with the kids and I get it you on Monday and on Monday, she was in the hospital. So, you know, of course, and we all had to go. I had to go get tested to make sure that no one around me had it or anything. And, you know, <clears throat> it's just still one of those situations where, you know, you don't want no one to go through this. You know, you don't want no one to have to go through what she's going through. And we're doing everything we can to get this music thing situated, and it's going to be situated in a minute. But in saying that, we wish Shelly the best. You know, baby, you're going to be okay. 
I know the hospital, you know, I feel like they've been a bunch of jerks on the day shift and, you know, night shift has been holding it down for me. So, uh, thank God for them. Thank God for people that are working in the medical field and, you know, going above the call. And I know, yeah, we got to go to work and make our money. When your money is being made, putting your life on the line, it risks of catching this disease that, you know, it's not hard to get it. You know, you come around somebody, you you hang in with family, you may live with somebody that's going through this. And that's my thing of, I know getting COVID tested frequently is not the most thing that we talk about, but we got NFL and NBA players getting tested for it every day. You know, so we really do need to stay on top of it. Um... I said the second topic today that I want to kind of talk about. I know with everything that was going on yesterday, having to get tested and having to go to the hospital and stuff yesterday, you know, my main shout out to everyone that voted in the primary election, uh, went out to exercise their rights. I know right now is tough, you know, especially with people not working and jobs being kind of scarce and I don't know. We know the jobs are hiring, but the jobs that are hiring, it seems like they're all in the medical field trying to put people on the front lines. But even when it's said there, it's just the point of getting out and voting and making sure that we make our voices heard. Getting out and voting and making sure that we um, start changing up this business as usual in the politics. Let's get these good old boys out. And get some new people in so that we can get some stuff changed. You know, we've been dealing with the same old, same old for years and years and years. Same Congress people, same senators, and they ain't trying to really change anything. And then we get, um, you know, the most controversial president we've ever had, in my opinion. And we get him in office and things go the way that they've gone. And people are looking for leadership and there's none there. You know, so we got to start voicing our concerns with our votes. We got to start going to the polls and making sure that we get heard on our votes. And like I said, it's the one thing that I, me and my grandfather always disagreed on. He was like, what, what can one vote do? It could do a whole lot if we work together. If we come out and we make our voices heard, that we're not going to be the same old, same old. This is not going to be business as usual. You know, we we have to go out and make our voices heard on our issues, especially when we got um, defund the police starting to get traction. We got the situation up in in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Northeast is they up there doing some stuff, and it ain't all politically correct. And you have a president talking about sending shock troops into certain cities and certain areas, and you know. We, we, it's that time, you know, we, do we want to constantly be having or be living in two different countries where over here is this way and over there is that way? Or do you want to start, start trying to make sure that we all have a chance to live that so-called American dream that we can all live in a nice neighborhood and have a, a decent house and have decent schools to send our kids to. 
You know, and that's the main thing. We we can't go out and raise an army and go fight the government, but we can change the government from within by voting. And that's the main thing. Just get out and vote, man. Just take your time, man. If you got to schedule time off, man, you got two whole months, three whole months to November. Make sure you vote. If you don't know where you register, go register. Register where you live at. Take care of business. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. <clears throat> I'm going to go into a little bit of the sports just a little bit. We got our first taste of the bubble, NBA life. Um, shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Took out, took out the uh, Clippers last night. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> Devin Booker, the truth. Um, <laughs> I ain't even gonna, you know, yeah, these are regular season games, these are different circumstances, everything else, but man, the Phoenix Suns have been putting on the show, um, since they started playing games, being real, I didn't even think they should even be in the bubble, but they are putting on the show, um, the Lakers clinched the number one seed in the, um, in the, in the quote-unquote West. With a win over the Utah Jazz, and that was um, it's the Jazz, so it ain't like they beat like uh, the Milwaukee Bucks or something. And they beat the Jazz, so you know I'm not gonna throw too much hope on it. But um, Anthony Davis had a really good game, 40 some odd points, and LeBron James looked really good late. And Deion Waiters is really, really, really looking good. You know, coming off the bench. I mean, looking like a really good role player, you know. And shout out to Avery Bradley taking care of his family at home. And that's the one thing I will say. I respect the person who's going to take care of his family over his money. Now, a lot of people would be like, well, baby, I got to go to the bubble and, you know, leave his family and take care of that situation. And we understand that we trying to play and support economies of different scales and stuff like that. But my man stood on his principle, went home every Bradley and took care of his family. And, you know, I respect that so much, you know, and, and I hope the Lakers win the championship this year because, and, and, and say something to my man, say something about him because that's a lot to leave. You know, he was having a really good season, too. He was out there being a really good part, big part of the team. So for him to make that decision and and leave that situation, leave all that situation on the floor and go take care of his family, you know, I never disrespect my man. My man, Avery Bradley, he a world champion in my heart already. You know, he a world champion for taking care of his people's. Um, we're talking about football coming back, and I know they had a little bit of controversy with Odell Beckham. Man, the owners didn't really care about the players. Man, we beyond all that. You know, we know what the NFL is, what it is not. And I know we're trying to make it seem like these or quote-unquote, my man wrote a book called Millionaire Slaves. Um... I'm not really finna go that far with it because at the end of the day, didn't Odell Beckham didn't, o, didn't Odell Beckham Jr. just sign a deal less than a couple of years ago? Didn't that deal have some money on that? 
And I know I don't know what type of lifestyle my man living. I ain't trying to count his pockets, but you have a decision to make, a choice you make, just like my man Avery Bradley did. If you don't feel that your boss is putting you into the best situation for you to succeed, then you cannot work for that boss. You can quit. And you can go get you another job. Now, I don't know what other jobs pay as much as wide receivers get paid in the NFL. You know, um, I don't know what other companies can get you the money and the cachet you need to make that money. I mean, you know, being real. But once again, you have that decision to make. If you really feel like they're putting your life in danger, you don't have to go. You don't have to work there. I used to do repossessions for a company called, uh, well, I'm not going to name the name of the company because, you know, once again, we're being politically, a little bit politically correct here. But for real, they put my life in danger. And I quit. And people was calling me all kinds of this, 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 this. And I left that job because, once again, if I feel like I'm in a toxic work environment, I don't have to work here. I can go get something else. My last job before I got this one. Felt like the work environment was a little toxic and people was, you know, kind of coming at me a certain kind of way. And me having the background in customer service, I left that job and got into customer service. I left a job from working in the factory to working on the phones. And being real, got paid a lot more money in the process of doing that. You can change your situation. I know people talk about how you should get a job before you get another one. All that. If you feel like I can't stand coming to this place or this work environment is not safe for me, don't go to that place. Find something else. You can get another job. You can't get another life. You can't easily find peace of mind if you got to go work nine and ten hours at a place that you hate that you can't stand and that you just want to just burn down you know get your your mental health is so important these days you got to take care of you and if you working at a place where it's highly extremely topic you got to make that decision my mind my family and my peace supposed to go ahead of my money. God's supposed to go ahead of your money for real. But we <laughs> that's a, another topic for another day. So we'll we'll leave it there. And once again shout out to the Lakers clinching the number one seed. Um shout out to Nathan. Your game came so you'll be on that Call of Duty soon, I know. <laughs> that new one. Um shout out to um all the people praying over uh, Shelton, she knows that she's going to get better. Y'all keep her up in y'all prayers. And and shout out to you, Shelton. You're going to be okay, man. I know it's going to be all right. You know, two or three weeks, you'll be looking back on this saying, remember how hard it was. I'm glad I'm not going through that again. So, um, and just shout out to all those people who are going through this COVID-19, who are going through issues with it and and having all those problems. I'm going to start doing more, being more proactive. Uh, you're going to see me playing the piano more live so that I can kind of let her know what we're on and 
You know, I normally do it without people watching, but I'm going to do it more on the social media, Instagram and Facebook. And and just shout out to everybody that's being supportive and, you know, sending their love and their well wishes and everything else. And once again, this is not a game, you know. So if it takes wearing a mask or wearing the gloves when you go somewhere, keep your kids masked up, you know. And don't, everything... We're not going to go to normal. <laughs> Nothing's going to be normal after this, but hopefully things will be better than normal. And one way we can do that is by getting out and voting. So um, thanks once again for listening. And you guys have a great evening, great night, great Wednesday. And stay blessed. And I'll talk to you again next time.